0: CEE
1: Central Europe Explained,
0: an IDM podcast series
1: powered by Arste Group. Episode 8 EU to your home, part 2 European integration politics. Hello and welcome in this new episode of CEE Central Europe Explained. My name is Daniel Martinek and I am a research associate at Institute for the Danube Region and Central Europe, IDM. Last week, we talked about the regionalization of European politics. In the second episode of our series, EU to your home, we will look at European integration politics. How could the EU be closer to the people even in the most remote areas? What role does the culture play within the regional cooperation and European integration? To discuss these topics, I'm very glad to welcome Katarina Krejčová, responsible for the International Relations in the Department for Art and Culture in the Office of the Government of Lower Austria. Hello, Mrs. Krejčová. Thank you very much for joining us and welcome in CEE.
0: Hello everybody. I'm very happy that uh, EDM uh, has dedicated uh, one episode of the podcast to this very important issue and I'm very glad to have the opportunity to share uh, my opinions and experiences about this, uh, you and uh, your listeners.
1: To begin with, it can be observed that regionalism Regions and local areas are gaining on importance in many directions. In addition, regions are part of the identity of the people living here. They are places that affect people in everyday life. That is why the EU is working towards making the people in more remote areas and on the countryside aware of the benefits of EU membership that the European integration contributes significantly to the well-being of the ordinary citizens. What are the EU cooperation programs or projects targeting the regional levels that you are experiencing in your daily work?
0: So most, uh, or at least some of the followers, colleagues and friends who listen to us will know that it is the European Territorial Cooperation Policy, better known as Interreg, which is uh, targeting the regional level Uh, To be more specific, it is uh, Interreg A, which aims to support sustainable cross-border cooperation on the regional level and to contribute to improving economic, social, and territorial cooperation in general. In the current period, there are 60 cooperation programs all over Europe, 60 cross-border cooperation programs. From that, are 38 internal borders. So there have been dedicated 10 billion out of 351 billion for the cohesion policy. This program has its origins in the promotion of border regions. Almost 40% of the EU population lives in border areas along some 38 internal borders made up of geographics, geographic and linguistic borders, often bearing some scars of wars, or they are fault lines between formally different social systems. The first programming period has been launched 1990. So 1990, Europe began to grow together again. In the very beginning, it was important to generate mutual trust across borders, which was not very easy because of the language, social, economical, or legal or administrative differences. I personally spent three planning periods with the Interreg program, so the program (laughs) has become a real fellow and very important instrument in everyday work. But uh, to get back to the question, the program has the most important impact in the border regions and in these remote areas you have mentioned. Well, looking back then to 1990, I always get a little sentimental because uh, back then it wasn't that easy to practice cross-border cooperation. At that time, we still had these checkpoints at the borders, and they closed at uh, 10 p.m., which made the cooperation very difficult. It was almost impossible to organize events in the evening, so there were some difficulties. And comparing to this, uh, today this situation is better. So luckily, much is now very different, better, easier in the border region. In the current period of Interreg, we have an amount of 98 million of euros in the Austria-Czech Republic Interreg program. And we have an amount of 76 million euros in the Austria-Slovakia Interreg program. And also other circumstances has changed already. We have no borders and actual also uh, language Differences or, or borders, because English is getting uh, somehow a, a common language <laughs> of all cross-border stakeholders. And we have also a very important instrument for the cross-border cooperation with Hindi's inter programs, and it is small project fund. We've got some one small project fund with Hindi. Austria-Czech Republic indirect program. And this small project fund is giving the frame the possibility to implement small cooperation projects up to 40,000 euro. So this is also very, very important instrument for cross-border cooperation between uh, cities, settlements, uh, NGOs, and then just people living in the border region. And the quality of the projects uh, increases significantly. They have become more demanding and really need stable, reliable partnerships. Now I'm talking about the indirect projects. The awareness of the achievements and advantages of the EU is the stronger and uh, clearer in the immediate border area because a lot of uh, EU fundings were invested here the people in the border areas have the experience of the biggest improvements and uh, their access to services and opportunities became definitely much better through this cross-border cooperation and of course open borders after the EU enlargement. Of course, I'm talking about uh, Czech-Austrian uh, and Slovak-Austrian uh, border programs. I would like to add maybe also that because uh, talking about the task or, or power of culture, so why are cultural cooperations uh, so important is uh, in my opinion, because culture is a window a space and a a very nice opportunity, not only for entertainment, but also for dealing with the world, with history, with oneself and the others. And uh, art and culture touches not only our intellect, but also our souls and our hearts. So in my opinion, This is also the strongest effect of culture. And at the same time, also a very important precondition for intercultural exchange. Cultural sector is somehow also a kind of soft power of bringing not only nations and regions, but uh, first of all people together.
1: Thank you very much. So, yeah, undoubtedly, uh, one you already touched upon. One of the important integration aspects is the culture, you know, thanks to which the people get to know each other better, and in this way, it creates sort of bridge uh, between people from different parts of the European continent. So, my question would be: What is the role of culture within the cooperation on the regional level? I suppose in your daily work, it represents the most of the time of your working. But I would be also interested in the point, if you have any feedback from the people living in the border regions, how they perceive this cooperation, this cross-border cooperation, how they perceive the role of the European Union within this cooperation.
0: Of course, our partners in the Czech regions, Southern Bohemia, Visocina, Southern Moravia, but also in the Slovak regions, uh, like the capital Bratislava and the self-governing regions, Bratislava and Trnava. Of course, we all work very strongly the financial instruments of the European Union with the Interreg programs and uh, with other funds that helps and support very strongly cross-border cooperation so in this point is uh, probably the most important influence the the financial instruments of the eu definitely yeah because with the help of these financial instruments uh, implementation of, of many projects uh, is possible and uh, this is very crucial and very important for the cross border regions.
1: Thank you. Now, in 1989, the initiative Argy the working community of the the new regions, was established by the government of lower Austria. And in 2022, the city of Novi Sad is about to become the European capital of culture as the very first city outside of the European Union to gain such a recognition. And at the same time, the autonomous province of Vojvodina is in charge of the presidency of the Argedona So my question, Mrs. Kričová, would be, could you tell us more about the cooperation with the Serbian origin? How does it work? Are there maybe some differences to cooperate with someone outside the European Union? And what is foreseen regarding the year two thousand twenty-two, when Novi Sad is about to become the European Capital of Culture?
0: Yeah. So as usual, the impetus for the inclusion of the region of Vojvodina into the working community of the Danube regions in the Lenda uh, came from the cultural sector. Uh, two thousand seventeen. Uh, we came in contact Managing Directors, the European cap- Capital of Culture, Novisat 2021. We invited them to a working visit to Lower Austria, and then we also visited the region of Oevodina, and we were very amazed and impressed by the cultural diversity of this region. In Vojvodina, there are seven official languages and the regional uh, TV is broadcasting in six languages. Just to imagine this diversity is just very amazing and impressive. So the representatives of the region of Vojvodina were very open and open-minded and very interested in establishing cultural cooperation. So uh, after some years, the next occasion for the strength of the cooperation was the exhibition at the Schallabort Castle in Lower Austria, the exhibition Danube, Treasures, People and Cultures, uh, which was presented this year and which was very successful. Uh, the exhibition had about 80,000 visitors, even despite of a corona crisis. The exhibition was able to open in the middle of May, so it was a very successful exhibition. And before this exhibition, of course, we had a very intensive cooperation with the Regional Museum of vojvodina because we got very important checks and items for this exhibition. And even it was possible to get some items from National Museum in Belgrade that were given for the very first time abroad. So <laughs> it was kind of a premiere. And uh, both sides, Lower Austria and the region of vojvodina were very, very glad and pleased about this cooperation. So uh, the region of Vojvodina declared that uh, they would be willing to take over the chairmanship. Also the Secretary uh, for Culture, Madame Dragana Milosevic, visited Lower Austria for our official visit and, and talks with our governor, Johanna Mikuletna. And we just uh, prepared a working program for this uh, chairmanship. So some of the cooperation projects will be presentation of uh, young contemporary art from Vojvodina, visual arts, of course. We will organize an exhibition in our exhibition uh, exhibition center, Ausstellungsbrücke in St. Pölten. This is... Uh, kind of gallery of uh, Lower Austria and this is planned for December 2021 and second uh, main project of this cooperation is the presentation of the Danube exhibition in the Regional Museum of Vojvodina in the frame of the title year 2022 and of course yeah somehow it is more difficult to cooperate with state or region that isn't member of the EU it's not that easy it's more complicated to transport artworks or any other items over this uh, border so we had some some new experiences about that <laughs> but but we did it and Yeah, it's uh, very nice to experience that. I would say the representatives uh, of the region of Vojvodina, the politicians, but also the representatives of institutions or the representatives of of the ECOG Novisat 2022 are very reliable partners and, and very, very important partners for us. Yeah, there is also a very strong cooperation between the European Ballet and the Serbian National Theatre in Novi Sad. They have some common productions and this production should be presented also within the title year Novi Sad 2022 in Novi Sad in the Serbian National Theatre which is the 5th biggest theater of, of Europe and the oldest theater of Serbia.
1: Thank you very much. So we've heard that even the cooperation beyond the European Union is possible, but uh, on the other hand, there are some difficulties which you could experience. So it remains to hope that all these uh, regions, or these uh, nation states are going to become part of the European Union soon. So we could erase all these difficulties and to, to establish, uh, uh, to introduce a well-established cooperation which is already existing between Czechia and Austria or between Slovakia and Austria. Thank you very much, uh, Mrs. Krejciva for joining us today and share your expertise.
0: Well, thank you very much. It was a pleasure to be with you.
1: This was CEE Central Europe Explained, an IDM podcast powered by Erste Group. Thank you for listening and see you next week for a new episode.
0: IDM Podcast. Institut für den Donauraum und Mitteleuropa.
1: Institute for the Danube region and Central Europe. European perspectives.
0: Regional actions.
1: Cooperation and expertise
0: since 1953.